The following Dharma talk was given by Ron Hogan Green. Hogan Sensei is a lay teacher in the Mountains and Rivers Order and co-director of the Zen Center of New York City. He delivered a talk over Zoom from his home in Pennsylvania to both residents and home practitioners. Thanks for listening. From the Mountains and Rivers Sutra by Ehud Hogan from the Shobo Genzo. These mountains and rivers of the present are the actualization of the word of the ancient Buddhas, each abiding in its own Dharma state completely fulfills its virtues. Because they are in the state prior to the kalpa of emptiness, they're living in the present. Because they are the self before the germination of any subtle sign, eliminating they are liberated in their actualization. I've been thinking about our sangha, our history, and how each of us affects and is affected by so much more than may be apparent. I've been thinking about karma, about the efforts and practice of one person, Gotama, 2,500 years ago, understanding clearly the pain and disease within himself and the lives around him, and that these efforts and practice have been transmitted across time and space distance and cultures, continuing to you and I, and continuing on by our own efforts and practice, extending to those who will come. And how also in the strange, ironic, but perfect way, karma is inevitable, complete. After all, it is a law and only slightly accessible to our contemplations that results in our sitting today. So here we are, Nuhatsu Sushin, both as a homage to the enlightenment of Shakyamuni and a celebration of our own practice with its ongoing struggles and joys, a life and his practice and our practice is thus joined together. A sutra refers to the words of the Buddha, historically or attributed. These are the words of Dogen that the Mountains and Rivers Sutra arises from. Yet they are our own words. The study and realization of the sutra is a direct teaching from the Buddha. The sutra points to what is encountered in the specifics of our life in the place of practice realization. The perspective of the sutra is a realized perspective. We have to study it carefully, immerse ourselves in it, take it in to appreciate how our own life lives within it. The opening section of a fascicle in the Shobogenzo lays out the entire heart of what follows in the fascicle. And in the opening sentence of the fascicle. It holds the entirety of that section. These mountains and rivers of the present are the actualization of the words of the ancient Buddhas. Investigating this carefully, we are investigating the entirety of the sutra. But implicit in this investigation is your understanding of the Buddha's life 
is awakening and thus your own insight into your practice in awakening. Later on in the sutra, Dogen says, in general then, the way of seeing mountains and rivers differs according to the types of beings that sees them. So how do you see mountains and rivers? What is included? What is excluded? Where are you in this question? Dogen in the Ehe Koroku, another book of his writings, shorter writings that he gave in the Zendo usually, says, a person in the mountains should love the mountains. With coming and going, the mountains are their body. The mountains are the body, but the body is not the self. So where can one find any senses or their objects? What is Dogen pointing to? The love of the mountains, Dharma, is important. To love this Dharma, this reality, the love of you and I, is to open and clench, open our heart-mind. And yet we are individuals with our particular karma, our self. What do we need to see clearly to love all of this? Love all of this. We all live together in the mountains. Flow is the rivers. Dogen says, we do not realize that we must clarify the blue mountains on the basis of innumerable Dharma realms. We must carefully investigate the walking of the blue mountains, the walking of the self. Innumerable Dharma realms is our investigation. The walking of the blue mountains, the walking of ourself. This is our single body manifesting in infinite ways. Our single body is not the self. We cannot see or be the mountains or flow as the river from a self perspective. Nevertheless, whether we see it or not, we are flowing water. We are the stuff of the mountain. Fundamentally, Body and mind are here, but not passive, not owning, but vibrant, present, and clear. We can speak of this as interdependence, a mutual co-arising of things. But speaking of this, thinking of this, is not in and of itself the realization of mountains and rivers as our life until it is. So where can one find any senses or their objects, Dogen asks. In this investigation, there is no space between our senses, our thoughts, our fundamental being. Nothing is rejected. Nothing is accepted. What is there then? Thus, these mountains and rivers of the present are the actualization of the word of the ancient Buddhas, each abiding in its own Dharma state, completely fulfills its virtues. We are abiding in our own Dharma state. And there is in all beings, in you and I, 
a hidden wholeness. These mountains and rivers of the present are the actualization of the word of the ancient Buddhas. Word of the ancient Buddhas actualized. Mountains and rivers are palpable, phenomenal things, appropriate to being mountains and rivers. They change, they move, have energy, and respond to circumstances, each in their own Dharma state. Ancient Buddhas is the fundamental truth beyond movement, action, and change. How do these two perspectives become one? The Heart Sutra we chant says form is exactly emptiness. Emptiness, exactly form. Ancient Buddhas, mountains and rivers are exactly the wholeness of the Dharma, of reality, of you. Even though this, as it is, this is as it is, we can't see this, can't realize it as our own being without Zazen. How do you see and understand Zazen? Is it sitting still, being quiet? Is it the mind, your mind of the ancient Buddhas? Can we see beyond our actual individual karma into the truth of karma, the truth of our being. These mountains and rivers of the present are the actualization of the word of the ancient Buddhas. Each abiding in its own Dharma state completely fulfills its virtue. In its own Dharma state, just as you are, nothing added, nothing lost. This is the perfection of your being. Perfection means wholeness. You, just as you are, are the actualization of form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. As is each individual object, a mountain, a river, a stone wall, my cap that keeps me warm when I was walking to my area that I sit in. Dogen is speaking from the perspective that includes all beings, enlightened and deluded alike. Realizing this for yourself, you walk hand in hand with Dogen, with the Buddha. Of course, we usually think and act out of the profound depth of our karmic tendencies. And so this world of samsara, which we know so well, as we endlessly circle around, is recreated lifetime after lifetime. Does this mean that you yourself does not matter? How do you address this question? If the phenomenal reality before us is indeed the actualization of the ancient Buddhas, then how do we use our karmic tendencies to see into what completely fulfills our virtues? Zazen is essential and so also is using all of our abilities, all of our so-called deficits, all of our greed, anger, and stupidities to study them, also carefully, to study these mountains and rivers of the present. And it doesn't matter where you are, 
Dugan wrote this fascicle far from mountains and rivers. He wrote it in an area that he was living in in the time that had no mountains and rivers. Although there was a later period in his life when he was up in the mountains with rivers. So simply because this dharma of mountains and rivers has to be right here as us, within us, and never apart from us, abiding in its own dharma state, completely fulfilling its virtues. Our own dharma state also includes our own karmic state. They're individual, indivisible. So each of us has to inquire within and take up what our karma state karmic state offers us. That's our opportunity. Only in that way can we realize our own wholeness. Expressing this in a different manner is when out of our practice and study of the dharmas, we see the suffering that is within ourselves and within each being. We take this up as our practice. We use our suffering, our obstacles, appropriate to the time and place and consideration of our circumstances. You're working within our bodhisattva vows. This is up to each of us. This is how we live our life. If we do our best not to turn away from both the individual karmic circumstances that each of us has and our bodhisattva vows, then we can explore and work with ourselves in a way that decreases our suffering and the suffering of others and makes clear just what are mountains and rivers. I explore this as a person who's white, who comes from a reformed Jewish background, male, U.S. citizen, and the power and karma that has been willed to me and perpetuated by me. This is what I have to work with. This is what each of us has to work with. These mountains and rivers of the present are the actualization of the word of the ancient Buddhas. Each abiding in its own Dharma state completely fulfills its virtues. Because they are in the state prior to the kalpa of emptiness, they are living in the present. Interesting statement, isn't it? A kalpa is an immeasurably long time. In Buddhist teachings, the kalpa of emptiness is the last part of a chain of four kalpas that arise in a linear fashion that keeps repeating the cycle through the kalpas, their creation, propagation, destruction, emptiness. That's the teaching. Another, another perspective though, is where is the before the kalpa of emptiness right now? What is it when everything, every being of any kind holds and reflects all other beings? doesn't quite fit into the four kalpas designation. 
It's a different way of understanding, of seeing. To say that this is wholeness already misses it. To express this in words, an analogy, helps. It clearly helps. But there's still a gap. We say form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. And we speak of the non-dual dharma. But we can't settle here. Rest in our understanding. Or even our direct experience. How is that? Dogen also teaches that form is form. Completely form. Nothing outside it. And emptiness is emptiness. Complete emptiness. Nothing apart. How does this relate to our practice? Chinese Zen master, Wishun, Ishin in Japanese, of the Tang Dynasty said, before you study Zen, mountains are mountains and rivers are rivers. While you are studying Zen, mountains are no longer mountains and rivers are no longer rivers. But once you've had enlightenment, mountains are once again mountains and rivers again rivers. And then Wushin asks, do you think these three understandings are the same or different? And that's the key, same or different. Nothing is dualistic. As Dogen says over and over again, we have to study this ceaselessly, carefully. Study is Zazen. Study also means to, com to contemplate these perspectives. Study also means to rest in this and let these teachings contemplate you, rest in you. I remember encountering the saying by Wishin very early in my practice. I was stunned as I began to realize that wherever I placed myself, my understanding of reality, my understanding of myself, I could not grok it. I could not understand it, manipulate it intellectually, reason it out. Something more was being asked of me. I wished to see into this in a profound way. These mountains and rivers, because they're in a state prior to the kalp of emptiness, are here, right now in the present. The present means you, your life, what you encounter. Birth, living, death, practicing, suffering, joy. These mountains and rivers of the present are the, are the actualization of the word of the ancient Buddhas. Each abiding in its own Dharma state completely fulfills its virtue. Because they are in the state prior to the capital of emptiness, they're living in the present. Because they are the self before the germination of any subtle sign, they are liber liberated in their actualization. So again, because the mountains and rivers and you are the self before the germination of any subtle sign.
what are we before the germination of any subtle sign of the self? I remember the renowned scholar and practitioner, Professor Robert Thurman, giving a, a workshop at Zen Mountain Monastery. I think it was on the Bilmala Kirti Sutra and throwing out a series of statements. As I recall, he said, there is a soul in Buddhism. Did you not think there is a soul? And there's a self in Buddhism. Did you not think there is a self? And the Sangha present receiving this in shock silence. <laughs> the pot was definitely stirred. And within that, we were invited to study this and study this some more. Each of us is a being with karmic specifics. How then are we liberated in their actualization? This is the fundamental inquiry of practice and liberation. This is the exploration of Zazen, the precepts, the exploration of the affinity groups of the mountains or rivers order, the creative process, and the field of this exploration is our life, our living, our day-to-day, moment-to-moment being that occurs, this moment-to-moment being, within the details and then the study of our life and in the perspective of being and non-being. This is what we're studying. They are linked, more than linked, woven together through and through, a wholeness. That's why later in the sutra, Dogen says, quoting an ancient master, priest Dokai of Mount Furong said to the assembly, the blue mountains are always walking. A stone woman gives birth to a child at night. On the face of it, these things are impossible. Dogen though says, mountains do not lack the qualities of mountains. Therefore, they always abide in ease and always walk. You should examine in detail this quality of mountains walking. Mountains walking is just like human walking. Accordingly, Dogen says, do not doubt mountains walking, even though it does not look the same as human walking. The Buddha ancestors point, words point to walking. This is the fundamental understanding. You should see into these words. When we experience for ourselves the unity of apparent opposites, we too can walk and abide in ease. So much falls away, yet still we practice mountains walking. Within our walking, there is a unity, an ease, movement, change. This is Blue Mountains, Walking Mountain. This is you. Thanks for listening. Did you know that Zen Mountain Monastery is live streaming all Dharma talks and daily Zazen during the coronavirus quarantine? Visit our website to learn about all the online programs being offered at this time. Just go to zmm.org 
and click on the link at the very top of the page, or scroll down and click on Retreats.